Hi, podcast lovers. Welcome to an extra episode of Ray County Voices, a podcast of the Richmond News. I'm Sean Roney, sports editor of the Richmond News and its sister newspaper, the Excelsior Springs Standard. In the last full-length episode of Ray County Voices, which went live at the end of March 2023, I said there might be an extra episode of Ray County Voices. Well, this is it. One of my nephews, Chris Roney, is a regular listener and a fan of my commentaries, so I figured I'd read a few of my sports columns that were published in March 2023 in the Richmond News. Partner, these are for you. This first commentary was published March 17th, a.k.a. St. Patrick's Day. The headline was, Make Room on My Bucket List for Golf. I've added some more items to my sports-related bucket list, and I have Thomas Murphy to thank for it. Murphy is a Richmond High School senior. I've gotten to know him through covering Richmond varsity boys basketball, particularly this season when he was a beast of a rebounder, as senior teammate Jack Googe suggested during a mid-January interview. He also plays golf, as I was reminded while working on my spring sports preview of Richmond Boys Golf, which ran March 31. On a suggestion from Coach Murray Dennis, I made a March 10th visit to Shirky Golf Course, where the golf team was practicing, for interviews and pictures for my story. For a few holes, I followed a threesome of Murphy, Gooch, and fellow senior Hunter Bowman. Shortly before teeing up on the last hole, Murphy asked if I'd played any golf. I said I had, but it had been a while. By a while, I meant so many years I had lost count, though my best estimate would be about six years. That estimate didn't count my participation in 2022 in a Richmond News-sponsored putting contest at Cherokee, where I channeled all my golf knowledge, gleaned from watching the movie Caddyshack 40 billion gajillion trillion zillion times, into finishing as a finalist. I, however, didn't explore all those nuances when answering Murphy's question. If memory serves, he replied that golf was more difficult than pickleball, a reference to the beloved sport I play twice a week recreationally in the Richmond City Hall gym and in occasional tournaments. Sometime after the conversation, I mulled over the sports-related items on my bucket list. As you might remember if you read the Richmond News, In a February column, I shared one item on that list. Having Kansas City Chiefs quarterback slash all-around awesome athlete Patrick Mahomes II as my pickleball partner for at least one tournament. I wondered what golf-related items I could include. I came up with the following. Number one, playing a best ball tournament with Mahomes as my partner. Based on what I've read in the sporting news about his golf game, Mahomes is better than average and works during the offseason to improve his game. Alas, as multiple media outlets reported, Mahomes was cracking wise in February that his game would be off because of the ankle injury he had suffered during Kansas City's Super Bowl 57 title run. So, maybe I need to wait a while before pursuing this item. On the other hand, I need not be so patient to pursue the next item. Number two, playing Coach Greg Williams' fundraising golf tournament. Williams, you might recall, is a longtime pro football coach who's from Excelsior Springs. Each year, he stages a golf tournament at Excelsior Springs Golf Course, 
located in Ray County, I believe, to raise money for his foundation, which works with Excelsior Springs Youth. In conjunction with it, he holds an auction that features autographed sports memorabilia, including some items from Mahomes. I've been blessed to have covered the auction and tournament the past few years, but I've never played in it. Maybe I can change that within the next year or so. To play in it, however, I need to be part of a team, a four-player team, if memory serves. That poses the dilemma of whether I should try to join someone else's team or form my own. If I choose the latter option, I have a few candidates I can try to recruit. There's Billy Kringen, my former neighbor and occasional current golf guru, and Coach Dennis, and Mr. Murphy, who will have graduated high school and maybe college by the time I'm ready, and, of course, a certain Super Bowl-winning quarterback, if his ankle is better by then. If I were to play in Williams's tournament, it would be like a homecoming. The first time I played in a tournament was at Excelsior Springs. A few years ago, my brother Berkeley, also a Richmond High School alumnus, like myself, recruited me for a best ball tournament there that was staged by his church. Since then, he and my sister-in-law Martha have left Excelsior Springs for Arizona, where the courses are elaborate and expensive. Speaking of courses, another item is to do number three. Play around on a legendary course. At first, I lean toward Augusta National Golf Club, where the Masters is played. It's in Georgia, a state I haven't visited but would like to someday. But after some thought, I lean toward St. Andrew's Links in Scotland, perhaps the most hallowed course in golf. I figure I can get in a round or two there between stints of researching public records related to my Scottish genealogy. The trouble with St. Andrew's is getting there. There's money issue. I might have to sell a bunch of stuff to get there, like most of my possessions, or most of my blood, like Al Bundy did to stake his pool-hustling daughter in an episode of Married with Children. There's also the issue of how to get there. Air travel has become less appealing with age for reasons that could fill another column. That leaves travel by ocean. I'm guessing boat travel is expensive, too. I wonder if I could breaststroke my way to Scotland. Um, uh, moving on. Item number four. Get at least one free lesson from a revered golfer. I'm leaning toward two people. Tom Watson or Eldrick Taunt Tiger Woods. Logistically, it would probably be easier to work with Watson. If Wikipedia is correct, he still claims a residence in the Kansas City metro area, so even if I had to travel to make it happen, it would likely be within easy driving distance. That's driving as in a car or truck, not as in vainly trying to get off the 10th tee, as has been the case the few times I played the back nine at the club at Merrimack and Kearney, or the front nine at Merrimack, or, well any hole at any other course I've played. Woods, on the other hand, lives in Florida, according to Wikipedia. Somehow, I would expect him to expect me to meet him there, not the other way around or at some convenient midpoint. Florida, obviously, is a day trip only if I fly, and I've already touched on my waning enthusiasm for flying. With train and bus travel both being logistical headaches, that would mean driving. 
And unless I've misread my maps, northern Florida is no day trip from Missouri. Even if I drive 150 miles an hour, avoid all speed traps while driving 150 miles an hour, take no rest stops and guzzle a case of Red Bull energy drinks to stay awake, and don't spontaneously combust from driving 150 miles an hour trying to avoid all speed traps, shunning rest stops, and guzzling a case of Red Bull. <sighs> I'll close for now. I've got lots of golf-related business to address. There's practicing my short game, practicing my drives off the tee, recruiting team members for a certain area fundraising tournament, working on my budget for my lengthy boat trip, and maybe selling some blood and stocking up on Red Bull. The second and final commentary is called Pickleball Sparks Urge to Travel Again. It was published March 24th. Maybe I'm not a 21st century Midwestern male version of Emily Dickinson after all. Dickinson, my favorite poet, has drawn almost as much attention for her reclusiveness as she has for her work. The National Park Service states on a webpage about her home, for example, that she stayed inside her Amherst, Massachusetts residence for much of the last 38 years of her life. Being an introvert myself, who has a tolerate-hate relationship with driving and has gone through periods wanting to stay home, I can identify with her in that way. Or I could. Suddenly, I'm growing a traveling bone again. I think it's a hair or two north of my pancreas. But perhaps the bone's location isn't important. What is important is that I'm wanting to go places and have adventures. Specifically, I want to make trips related to the recreational sports I play, or want to play. As I've mentioned in previous columns in the Richmond News, I'm developing a sports-related bucket list. Items that are on it include getting a free lesson, or more, from a pro golfing legend, playing in a best ball golf tournament with pro quarterback slash well-rounded athlete Patrick Mahomes II, and playing in a faraway pickleball tournament with Mahomes as my partner. It's pickleball that's inspiring me to add more items. As I've also mentioned in previous Richmond News columns, I'm part of a group that plays pickleball in the Richmond City Gym, and depending on the weather, outdoors sometimes at Maurice Roberts Park in Richmond. Some of us have made a few road trips, including to Higginsville, Missouri, where there were two sets of pickleball sessions the last I knew, one on weekday mornings, the other on Monday nights. In resting up to play in a pickleball tournament March 25, 2023 at Richmond Middle School, a fundraiser for the Richmond High School softball program, my thoughts have wandered to additional places where I would like to play pickleball. Briefly, I considered a goal of playing in every state, plus the District of Columbia. After reflecting on how a previous goal of playing pickup basketball in every state and the District of Columbia flopped harder than NBA legend Bill Lambeer trying to draw a charge, I've reconsidered. Inspired by a music rehearsal-related road trip former Richmond News employee Sandy Meyerchin and I are making to Hutchinson, Kansas, I'm instead making a list of U.S. communities where I want to play pickleball and take in some music history. I've narrowed my list to 15 cities slash towns. Because of space, or in the case of this podcast, because of time, I'm sharing only the first five here. Number one, Kansas City, Missouri. I played pickleball in North Kansas City. In 2022, Patty Coach Wright, 
John Jonasy Dana, Beth Letzig, and I made a road trip to the Chicken and Pickle at the corner of Armour and Burlington, where Coach and I defeated a couple who were decades younger than us, and we had a yummy lunch. I even snapped a few pictures. I haven't, however, played in Kansas City proper. A few times I've discussed playing at Hy-Vee Arena in the West Bottoms with the City Gym Slash Park group, and I still like to do that. Time permitting, I'd like for us to visit the American Jazz Museum. Located in the 18th and Vine District, it shares the same building space as the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum. We could tour that, too. And while we're there, maybe we could talk to Bob Kendrick, the NLBM president. I've been blessed to have interviewed Kendrick a few times during my journalism career. A prince of a person. Number two, Clear Lake, Iowa. Clear Lake is the site of the surf ballroom. As I learned years ago from the Behind the Music TV series, that's where Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and Giles Perry, the Big Bopper Richardson, played their last show. Sadly, they died in a plane crash in February 1959, shortly after departing Clear Lake to play another gig. I would love to take in a piece of early rock music history and see if I could get in some games with the Clear Lake Pickleball Club. Yes, Clear Lake has a pickleball club. I found it online. Something else I learned from some online research, Interstate Highway 35 runs through Clear Lake. Thus, it's on the way to the next destination. Number three, Minneapolis. Between Minneapolis and its twin city, St. Paul, there are 40-plus pickleball courts, according to Pickleheads.com. That includes Lucky Shots Pickleball Club, a 12-court facility. If I saw that many pickleball courts in one place, I'd probably think I'd gone to that great pickleball club in the sky, or great pickleball club in another plane of existence, I'm not sure which. As for the music side, there are two places I'd want to visit, Paisley Park, and First Avenue at 7th Street Entry. Located a short drive from Minneapolis in Chanhassen, I hope I pronounced that right, Paisley Park was home base for many years for singer-slash-songwriter-slash-master showman Prince, God rest his soul, and Prince is connected with First Avenue, located in Minneapolis, particularly through his album Purple Rain and film of the same name. And as I've learned through my research, the nightclub was where some of the notable bands of Minneapolis's post-punk scene played, such as The Replacements, Husker Du, and Babes in Toyland. Oh, that'd be a great trip. Yeah, you betcha. Just had a Fargo moment. My apologies. As I also learned from visiting its website, First Avenue hosted some shows featuring bands associated with the next stop. Number four, Seattle. Primarily, I'm more interested in visiting Aberdeen, Washington. Located a few hours' drive from Seattle, Aberdeen was where Coco Cobain, God rest his soul, was born and raised. It also was where Chris Novoselic spent some of his teen-slash-early adult years. Cobain and Novoselic, of course, were part of Nirvana, one of my favorite bands. I confess, as I approach 60, I lean more toward the acoustic Nirvana of MTV Unplugged in New York rather than the buzzsaw guitar and feedback Nirvana of Bleach, Nevermind, In Utero, etc. Still, I would like to visit the town that became linked with the Seattle music scene of the 1980s and 90s, a scene that created the hair metal-destroying genre the music press called grunge. I would expect to find ample opportunities to play pickleball in Aberdeen slash Seattle. As I learned when I got into pickleball, the state of Washington is the cradle of pickleball. In fact, as I was reminded during my research for this piece, the official sport of the Evergreen State is pickleball. 
To not even pick up a paddle while I'm there would seem sinful. While on the West Coast, I also should visit number five, San Francisco. This one could be a pickleball slash music slash literature trip, given San Francisco's ties to the Beat Generation writers. In fact, if Google Maps is correct, I could easily visit the Beat Museum and then swing by the Haight-Ashbury neighborhood where bands like the Jefferson Airplane were based. While I'm in the Bay Area, I could swing by El Cerrito, the birthplace of another of my favorite bands, Creedence Clearwater Revival. According to Wikipedia, again, El Cerrito was home base for a while to another of my favorite bands, Metallica. Like Nirvana, Metallica's acoustic side grows more appealing with age. Like most of the places on this list, San Francisco has ample pickleball courts. But I'm leaning toward Presidio Wall. The description on PickleballSF.com states it's free to play there. The group also describes itself as very friendly, with very in all caps. Besides, I like the name Presidio. Look for me to discuss another five pickleball slash music bucket list cities soon, probably in mid to late April. By then, maybe I'll have recovered from a certain pickleball tournament at a certain middle school in a certain town where I regularly play pickleball. We'll see. And maybe, maybe, one of the cities in the next set will be the hometown of a... Uh, certain reclusive 19th century poet? That's it for this extra episode of Ray County Voices. Thanks, as always, to Buzzsprout.com for hosting our content and all the podcast platforms that share it. And thanks to you for listening. That includes our listeners in Missouri communities like Richmond, Excelsior Springs, and Kansas City. It also includes places like New York City, and even places across the Atlantic Ocean, like cities in Germany. And of course, it includes my aforementioned nephew. Wherever you reside, look for our next full-length episode to go live at the end of April 2023, when we will start Season 4 of Ray County Voices. For more details about the upcoming episode and other episodes, follow us on our Richmond News Facebook page. There's a link in the description along with the credits for this episode. Bye now. Take care.